Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's your least favorite fruit flavor? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What is your least favorite fruit 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 flavor? Fruit flavor. Bradley, why are we asking? Because, oh, all you lime lovers out there, rejoice after eight long years. Skittles is bringing back your flavor. I did not realize that Skittles uh, had lost the lime flavor, much less that they were bringing the lime flavor back. And apparently it was, I think it was green apple. Yeah, they swapped it out for green apple. Um, And every twice in a while they'd be like, we're going to bring back the lime for a limited time. And then they'd be like, here's your crappy green apple again. So Skittles is bringing back lime after eight long years. I am don't care, mostly because I don't like lime flavored stuff. I like lime. I like Mm -hmm. lime juice. Mm -hmm. I like key lime pie. Mm -hmm. I do not like artificial lime flavor. So that's, I think what I'm really getting at is I thought we could have a conversation about like your least favorite artificial fruit flavor, but really it's just like, you know what I mean? Fruit flavor. Which one do you like least? Um, Candies, uh, other tasty things. It's up to you. 651-641-1071. I don't like lime. I think it's because every time I have lime flavored something, there's one one very specific uh, exception to that rule. But lime tends to have kind of like artificial lime flavor tends to taste like cleaning product. Mm. Like it tastes not foody. Yeah. It I feel like that was lemon. The exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. Lemon definitely can have that same issue. I feel like I'm licking pledge. Um, but even more so in candies, like the lime, like I guess... Like, I love, like, lemon heads and mm-hmm. things like that. But every time I have lime, I'm like, I feel like I'm drinking some sort of Little. product. Um, so that's why I got on the topic of that. But I know some people hate, like, for example, artificial banana flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, really, there's a whole range of possibilities as far as I'm concerned. Uh, right. I said there was one exception. And the one very specific exception is it's not lime per se. It's key lime mm-hmm. because the key lime LaCroix. Is a very delicious mm-hmm. flavor. It tastes like dessert. Also, the lemon limoncello, uh, limoncello from Lacroix is real. Panda, our good friend on Twitter, said fake banana flavor is disgusting. Ah, big and feelings. I agree. That's nasty. I totally agree. I the only exception to that is I love banana laffy taffy. So I mean, that's its that own goes right thing. out the window. But you can have you can have an exception to all yeah, rules. Of course, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your least favorite fruit flavor? Fruit Amira flavor. is on the line. Hello, Amira. What is your least favorite fruit flavor? It's grape. I hate <gasps> grape. Why? 
Jolly Ranchers. I just it doesn't it doesn't taste like actual grapes. Okay. Just not. <laughs> and your I thing. also hate when people um, refer to flavors as colors. When you're like, "What flavor do you want?" Uh, and they say, "Oh, I want orange. purple." Yeah, I want I the want orange red. flavor. Well, orange, <laughs> orange actually works. You're right, but like red, I'll have red flavor. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not a thing. I yep. you know what I get that you know but here's the thing I will give people the benefit of the doubt thank you Amira thanks Amira sometimes like when it's with popsicles and you're like what flavor do you want you might see the color and know that you'll enjoy whatever the color is but you don't know if the red is watermelon or if it's raspberry or if it's you know Cherry, who knows strawberry. strawberry yeah so you may just say I know I'm gonna like the red one yeah but I don't actually know what it is. Listener Brian, it feels the same way. Uh, artificial grape flavor is the worst. Most are fine. And contrary to most others, I actually like banana. Lime is okay. Lemon, not so much. Thanks for all the level of detail, yes. Brian. Uh, let's go to Lynn. We've got Lynn on the line. Hi, Lynn. What's your least favorite fruit flavor? Fruit punch. Oh, oh really? What did fruit punch do to you, honey? It, it tastes like... <laughs> Bad Kool Aid. Like mm. the mixture of the flavors are just don't do it for me. Okay. Ah, interesting. All right, so no fruit punch for you. Thank you, Lynn. She wants to punch. I'll take your fruit, fruit punch. punch. I do love it. a good fruit punch. But here's the question: hmm. What is fruit punch flavor? Yeah. What are the fruits in the punch? Do you know that I learned that uh, one of the biggest flavors in I think it's Hawaiian punch fruit mm-hmm. punch. Now I I am drawing Tahitian a Tahitian treat. Uh, maybe it was Tahitian treats. Yeah, maybe it was. T- well, I don't know. One of the fruit punch, I watched an unwrapped episode mm-hmm. where they made it. And like the number one ingredient was, or the number one fruit flavor? Lemon. No. Mm. Guava. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. See, no, I think guava is one of those like guava and passion guava. fruit. I, I feel like, what they taste like you don't know what they really taste like. So you could tell me and I'd be like, sure, yeah. that must be guava. I heard a lady say the other day, I hate guava. And I was like, how do you even know what that is? Because, like, to me, if if I have guava in something, I can't identify that as mm-hmm. guava. It's just really sweet. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. But that's just my uh, uninformed palate. 651-641-1071. What is your least favorite fruit What's your least flavor? favorite fruit, fruit flavor? That's a lot cherry. Really? Why, oh, why cherry? It tastes like cough syrup every time oh, sure. to me. I get it. And I think that, honestly, well, and I actually wonder, that would be my second question for anybody, is, like, what does it remind you of? Because if it if you have like a negative association with it, yeah. right? For you, it's cleaning products yep. with your lime. For me, it's cherry and cough syrup. Mm. And it, it never, I can't undo it. Yeah. I always think I'm drinking cough syrup from my childhood. Yeah. Holly, what's your least favorite fruit flavor? Watermelon. 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 Why? Those Jolly Rancher I watermelon. Love watermelon oh. flavor stuff. There's an aftertaste of barf. Okay. Okay. I have put a lot of Jolly Ranchers in my mouth. In fact, when I was a kid, do you remember those? Thanks for asking. You didn't, but I'm sharing anyway. Not the regular Jolly Ranch, Rancher bricks, like oh, the brick shaped ones. The stick ones. But the sticks, but yeah. they had like the small sticks. Yep. And then they had big sticks. Yeah. But the small sticks were. Particularly, mm-hmm. uh, where it was like a flat sheet, yep, like a ruler, like half a ruler, and um, you would just lick those. And I imagine you can't get those anymore because you would turn them into a weapon with oh, your tongue, yeah. and then you would at some point cut your tongue or fu- like turn it into a point. Um, I used to love those, especially mm-hmm. the watermelon. Oh gosh, we used to sit but and I never lick those remember, all day. I never remember barf. Yeah, it just has this weird whiff of barf. 
on the back end. I have so many questions. I feel like I feel like Did you say on the back end? Yeah, like after you've had the Jolly Rancher in your mouth for a hot second. A barfy end. It's just it just has a barfy end to the bouquet. Listen, I your barf is Okay. Sure. I I wouldn't I wouldn't I like you must have great barf. Yeah, I'd eat your barf (laughs) if it tasted like a Jolly Rancher. Ish. But let's celebrate blue raspberry. Ah that's not a thing. Totally is right. I know, but it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun. A, it's a fun fruit artificial flavor. fruit flavor. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, what does it taste like? Raspberry. It's just blue. It's really? blue. It just teases so your blue brain. Raspberry is just raspberry that's blue. It just tastes it like blue. Lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, let us celebrate the orange Robitussin from back in the day. No, thank you. I I shan't be celebrating I that. I don't know that I ever had that. I honestly, when I'm actually thinking about each fruit flavor individually, I'm realizing I'm not a super fan of any of them. Well, I think of when I think of fruit flavors, I think of like Starburst and I love all the Starbursts, except Mm. again, my least favorite would probably be lemon and lime lemon because it's boring lime because again, Mm -hmm. meh. But like the other ones, I mean, I like all the red colors. Right. Well, see, that's red is is a pretty like I said, it's a pretty easy one because you can be reasonably sure that you're going to like the flavor, unless it's cherry, in which case I go, uh-uh. Yeah, you don't Popsicles like are rough, too, though, because you can't always tell the banana from the lemon. Because they're don't yellow. Think I like banana. That'd be kind of nasty. It's, you, they're not. It depends. You got to be in the mood for it. I used to like, you go, I went in fits and starts with okay. the lemon uh, popsicles. Root beer is the best popsicle, though. Oh. Fight me on it. What? You nasty. You get what Are I you mean. serious? That's nasty. Gross. Yeah. That's the one that gets left behind when you get the variety pack of popsicles. More for me. You find yourself the banana and the root beer are all left behind. Mm-hmm. Who makes, ba- okay. I guess I just haven't had popsicles in a while. Who makes banana and root beer popsicles? The popsicle brand, I think. Really? Honestly, I think. Like Hold it on. comes in the variety pack? That uh, seems like a deep dive for a variety pack. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that it comes. Hold on. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Yes. You can purchase. Yeah, like this is the worst okay, so combination. When you, Root beer, banana, and, and lemon, lemon lime. Lemon lime. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is trash. Yeah. I would burn that box. <laughs> I, just, I would no. actually flush it down Did the Did you toilet. not like Throw root beer? Out the side of the I car. Like, uh, root beer is a thing I would go for, but yeah. I, when I think of popsicles, I... I, my grandmother, to be fair, she did love um, not it was root beer floats. Uh, it was like a root beer popsicle and mm-hmm. then had creamy stuff oh, in I the middle. I remember that. Um, and I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I don't think that I would ever run towards the you know the root beer popsicle. I'll tell you, I, I don't do like root beer barrels. I just don't think kids these days actually get into the popsicles. Like the big thing these days is freezy pops. Oh sure, yeah. Which I'm here for because they're they way were raised less on gogurt and things in a tube. Yeah, right? they love tubed things. Do you do push pops? Do they, is that a thing? Oh yeah, oh yeah. In fact, actually, the other day for a treat, I got my kids push pops, and they had, um, I think they were SpongeBob themed push pops. So, like, I think there is a shortage though of the orange ones. I, Interesting. There was a time when it was really hard There's to get your hands on those. Sherbet. Shortage. Shortage. I don't know. You know, we're having supply chain issues. Nothing is safe. Is Fred Flintstone still repping the push-up? Sometimes. But uh, we, like I said, we got the the SpongeBob ones and they had like a swirl moment. I don't know. It was, the the kids were excited. Yeah, we did get an email. I do want to correct the record. It wasn't Robitussin that I was vibing on. It was the orange Triametic. Oh, yes. yes, Triametic. Thank you, Jess. Delicious. The worst. I don't. I'm glad I missed orange cough syrup. That sounds vile. Oh, gosh. The best day of my life was when I learned how to swallow pills and I had to, could stop taking that rancid liquid. 
when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, Okay, we've got more Britney information. Remember how in that other documentary, not the one that we watched yesterday, but the one we watched earlier in the week, controlling Britney Spears, I was asking about the roses in the background uh, and what they meant. Well, we have an answer to that. I'm going to answer that. Also, I'm going to tell you what to expect in today's hearing involving the conservatorship when we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've got breaking news for you right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we've been talking, we, we have been covering Britney Spears. In fact, actually, if we had a documentary about our show, it would be called Covering Britney Spears. And did you notice there was that um, promo running from the morning show where they kind of talked about how they're done with Britney Spears? I did. I did hear that. We're not. No, we're not done with Britney Spears because you know why? There's so much to talk I about. I won't give up on Britney Spears. Also, just want you to know that I've been paying attention to TMZ just in case there have uh, been developments in her conservatorship case, mm-hmm. and so far no headlines have broken. Well, but the, I imagine the reason why is because it doesn't start for another ten minutes. Oh, there you go. So I, I have a uh, the New York Times is also following it live. Um, and I'm going to tell you what to expect a little bit there, what the things are that they're going to cover. But before we get to that, you know, we we did watch one of the other New York Times documentaries on uh, Hulu. Yeah, that one was called Controlling Britney Spears. And I had asked uh, aloud to the group, did you notice all of the roses behind the people yeah. that they were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't until you pointed it out. And I, you know, the, the thing about that was... Um, when I saw that, I thought, is that some sort of nod to Project Rose, which was, I don't know, something we didn't understand that, that Brittany, Brittany was yeah. doing on her on her uh, she Instagram. She kept referencing it on Instys, and we're like, what is this Project Rose? And she'd be like, you'll find out soon enough. Right? And so we were like, what the heck is this Rose thing? Well, my big question about it was... Were the did the roses were the roses like a message to Britney or was Britney controlling the image of the roses? Was there was that some sort of yeah. communication? Where well, was this call coming from? There was uh, there's an interview with the filmmakers of framing Britney Spears oh, in okay. Glamour magazine or Ooh, Glamour. I, I don't. Glamour. Thank you. Um, like Dorothy. And they asked. Glamour. About the roses. Now, here's the question. I'm going to read it in its entirety. What do you both know about Britney's Project Rose? There's a theory involving the roses and flowers seen in the documentary and how it correlates to what Britney's been posting on her Instagram. Some people think she was secretly contributing to your doc or that you had her support all along. Well, Sam, one of the documentarians, answered the question and said, I'll tell you what happened. We filmed the entire thing during COVID. In order to be COVID safe, we had to film outside. If the interviews are going to be outside, I wanted it to be motivated, stylistic decision. I didn't want people randomly outside. I'd been looking at Britney's Instagram a lot, and I noticed Britney loves roses. There are so many posts with pictures of roses and also posts of her holding flowers. So... Basically, they built a rose wall and they and they added the roses into each scene throughout the film as part of the motif as a connection to Britney. Mm. Uh, And they said, basically, they said, we're excited to know about Project Rose. We're excited to see what Britney wants to reveal about it. But they clarified, you can say you had no support from Britney Spears. They said, we're not saying anything, but that was the sequence of events, sequence of events. Yeah. 
No, that's so I mean allegedly that's, it just happened that way. That's a brilliant, you know, strategy. That's a brilliant uh, nod to the thing that you know, and it also it also just sort of pays homage to her in a way that I think the audience, you know, the free Britney audience would appreciate. So right. it's smart on their part to sort of ingratiate themselves to that group of folks. Absolutely. Now, I did tell you I was going to let you know a couple things uh, about what to expect yeah. today in the hearing involving Britney Spears conservatorship. And we don't have a whole lot of time, so I'm just going to rattle it off pretty quickly. It is scheduled to start at 4.30, oh, 4.30 Eastern, so that's actually 3.30 our time, so yeah. it's not starting for another hour. Um, but, um, some of the things that w- they will be discussing is, uh, J- Jamie Spears petition to end the conservatorship. Likely that won't happen. Experts are saying that likely will not happen today, that they will look to some sort of transition of power, but there will be a conversation about the removal of Britney Spears as the conservator. Yep. What the next Jamie steps are, sorry, yes, did I say Brittany? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the um, next steps in the dissolution of the conservatorship, if indeed that is on the table. There will also be a conversation on the matter of the half a million dollars that was paid to TriStar Entertainment. Yeah, that place. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's some shady, you know Taylor. what, happening I hope there. she's got a good lawyer. Right. Um, and that is a little bit of a more complicated thing to describe, but we will talk about it probably in more detail tomorrow oh, as sure. we'll have some more details about it. Mm-hmm. But those are the things to expect. Brittany will not be free at the end of today, uh, whatever that means. This is just another one of those standard hearings. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people idiots. doing dumb things. We'll tell you about them after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Do you have, are you, do you? I'm smelling something. Do you smell that? Yeah, what is that? Is that the smell of generosity? Ooh, is that what that's I think like? it is. I don't usually smell that. Take a whiff. What are we giving Take away, Holly? Yeah, we're giving away a pair of tickets to see what the Constitution means to me at the Guthrie Theater Friday, October 8th at 7.30 p.m. Do it. 651-641-1071. Those tickets are going to go to caller number four. Caller number four. Uh, give us a call right now, and now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over and over again, oftentimes in a state that looks like a piece of anatomy known as Florida and other places like where Walmart or just in like Florida. any old okay no, Walmart in Largo Florida Key Largo Montego, Montego baby why it wasn't Key go? Largo I think it's just Largo is there like a Largo Florida that's not a key I don't know mm, must the be the key to this story is stupid okay <laughs> And actually, I want to tell you about the football star known as Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I've heard his name before. And Joel Lewis. Joel Lewis is not a football star. A football star. He's 41 years old, and he thefted some stuff. 
What did he th- But thieve? Rob Gronkowski is involved in this story. Was he there? Well, in a way, yeah, actually he was. Um, so here's what happened. Mr. Lewis, 41 years old, went to the Walmart in Largo on Saturday afternoon and awayed with some merchandise. Mm. Would you like to guess what he awayed with? Well, since Rob Gronkowski is involved, I'm going to guess, it's is it football related? No. Oh. I know, this is a tongue twister. Okay. Brain teaser. Uh, fruit snacks. No. Watches. Oh. And not one, but two watches, retailing for a total of $39.76. So some cheap watches. Who knew they had such a good deal on watches at the Walmart? I bet there was a rollback. <laughs> uh, very likely. Well, this rollback uh, rolled all the way out the door without paying for it. And um, But wait, there's more. Because remember I told you Rob Gronkowski was in this story. Yeah. But he is involved in this story. And it actually was Rob Gronkowski who led police. Uh, to identify hmm. Mr. Joel Lewis. But Rob Gronkowski, you, I did say he was there, but he wasn't there in human form. Mm-hmm. Was it a car, a cardboard cutout of him? <laughs> that discovered trying to it. Trying to sell vitamins or something? No. Oh, okay. Actually, Joel Lewis was wearing Rob Gronkowski. Ah, uh, his jersey. I think he was wearing a... Yeah, uh, a Rob Gronkowski football jersey. In my head when I read this story, the first time I thought it just said Rob Gronkowski on it. I was like, that'd be a weird <laughs> sweatshirt to have on. No, it was a jersey and obviously had his name on. Mm-hmm. So they identified him that way, but it's because he was wearing such an identifiable jersey that he was discovered. Um, also, he was discovered somewhere unusual. You don't normally hang out in these places outside of the Walmart. Unless you're probably hiding from police. A porta potty. No, he was in a bush. He was hiding in the bushes and they found a guy in a Rob Gronkowski jersey matching the description because the employee was like, that guy had a Rob Gronkowski jersey. So the moral of this crazy, stupid idiot story is please do not wear identifiable clothing. I just feel like, was it worth it for the two watches? Also, I just have a problem with our criminal justice system. I'm sorry. $39.76, and he is in jail on $2,150 bond. Wow. I feel like that's a weird imbalance. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Although, that, did he have other uh, wraps on his sheet? I mean, not that he was arrested for. Huh. He was free. Okay, well, he was free on a bo- another bond that he had paid for. Uh, in a pending felony battery case. Ooh, okay. But still, I feel like if you steal a watch for $39, you shouldn't have to pay 20 Anyway, whatever. That's my own issue. Bye. Bye. We're going to Iowa. Okay. We're going to Coralville, <laughs> Iowa. We sure. have to. Yeah, we're going to meet a guy named Saleh Ali Nasser, and he was pulled over. And he was pulled over for, you know, a pretty obvious reason. Um... He's uh, He was driving in a 65-mile-per-hour zone, and he was speeding. It's not now, good. he wasn't just like a little bit speeding. I would say he was a lot speeding. Because in the 65-mile-per-hour zone, he was going 103 miles per hour. He was clocked at oh, 103 miles per hour, sailing down the interstate, uh, in a 65 mile per hour zone. I've never gone that fast. I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. That's a that's I feel like my a car lot. would vibrate uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he did plead guilty and his license has been suspended and he has been fighting it ever since. But the, the that's not, you know, like that's all terrible and bad and like not necessary. <laughs> um, but the thing that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot is not that because that's I mean, people speeding, speeding garden that's variety. garden variety. It's what he said in answer to the question of why were you speeding? Why were you going 100 close? Oh, he had to go to the bathroom really bad. No, but all very close. He blamed it on his wife. He blamed, he threw his wife wife under the bus. No, his wife needed sanitary pads. And so he was hurrying to the grocery store to get the sanitary napkins for his wife. Do you need to get him that? No, it's listen, every woman hang out for a little bit. Every woman knows a workaround. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to MacGyver that situation. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Every single woman has at some point in their life, uh, been as, uh, as Alexis would say, padless on Mount Fuji. And you do need a backup plan. You do. You do need a backup plan. And we all have one. Not only do you have a secret, super secret stash in your home, but you also know how to use other products. Was there a shortage of that stuff at all over the last couple of years? I don't know. That's a really good question. Uh, Don't call us, you guys. It's fine. I'll just Google it later, which I won't because that would be weird. Why are you Googling that? Do it on the work computer, please. I would love to get that call. Uh, Any whoosie whatsie. Um, That's the end of the story. So... Uh, did he, so he wasn't able to get them. Is his yeah. wife okay? No, she's been at home without them, without oh them God. ever since. And she's we all devastated. Know once that happens, you guys can't leave the house. No, it's true. Mm-mm. No, you have to actually be in isolation. Do you know, I listened to an interview with the woman. Actually, it goes, it all goes back to the same interview. I listened earlier this week to Prue Leith, uh, mm. from Great British Bake Off and, you know, she was a pioneer in uh, the restaurant business. She was business. a pioneer? Not literally. No, uh, she was a restaurant pioneer, mm-hmm. and she worked with some of the most famous, uh, or some of her peers were the most famous chefs in all the land, one of which was a French dude who'd had, like, this incredible reputation, extremely venerated, and he was like, why won't you, she had a cooking school, and she's like, why won't you hire my students, my female students? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, because at least once a month, they're going to curdle my mayonnaise. Mm-mm. And they literally believed Mm-mm. that women couldn't be in the kitchen Mm-mm. in restaurants Mm-mm. because they would curdle the mayonnaise Mm-mm. when it was their time of the month. No. Yeah. Tell me she set him straight with her fist. No, she didn't do that. But, you know, she's gone on to be a far more successful human. So I feel like she won. But does she curdle the mayonnaise once a month? I mean... That is, I was like, I had to think about it at first. It's like, I don't, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. I don't think. Mm -mm. Anyway. Where are we going next? Yes, we are going from, where were we? We were in Iowa. Okay, now we're going to Arizona. Mm. ASU, in fact. ASU Gamage. That's a thing? I don't know. Or Gamage. I don't know that part of Arizona. And I want to take you to a performance of Hamilton. That's a thing. Uh, Apparently... Uh, a house manager by the name of Connor Loritz. He's 32. He's from Maricopa. Uh, or excuse me, that's not the name of the house manager. The house manager rather noticed Connor Loritz, who is 32 and from Maricopa. I was like, why are they giving me so many details on the uh, the manager? Well, it was the guy, Connor, that the theater manager noticed during a performance of Hamilton. 
And it's what happened next that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Now, this shouldn't be too hard to figure out. Because what would cause a kerfuffle that a house manager might notice that he would want to address in this moment Mm. during a theatrical performance? Something related to either a mask or a cough or something. So it's you would call Connor a covidiot because apparently he wasn't wearing a mask. Mm. And for this particular production, you are required to wear a mask. So the manager says, yeah, you... You don't have a mask. Can you put one on? And in fact, here is one in case you don't have one. Uh, Mr. Lortz uh, didn't have a mask on and was told by the house manager that he was not going to be able to go into the auditorium until he put his Mm -hmm. mask on. Well, that didn't sit very well. And Mr. Uh, Connor Lawrence, 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 um, decided to take things to the next level. And what would that level be? It got physical. Not the balcony, I'm guessing. No, it got physical. It was not a mezzanine experience. And it wasn't getting physical in like an Olivia Newton-John way. No, they didn't get sexy like, yeah, we'll put on a mask, (laughs) but do you want to do this? No. In fact, the house manager stood in front of the house door to prevent him from entering, and that is when he grabbed the manager's arm, pulled her to the floor, Mm -mm. and caused her to fall. Oh, no. She then got up. He then grabbed her and pulled her away again. And after a brief struggle, eventually he was removed from the theater, arrested, and booked on misdemeanor charges of assault, trespass, and disorderly conduct. Was it worth it, Mr. Oh my, Connor? And he didn't get to see that no, show. No. And I just think, like, what? Like, if you don't want to wear a mask, just maybe you're not going to go to this performance. Right. It's fine. You get mm-hmm. to do things. You can watch it on the Disney Channel. Yeah. But, like, did you think you were going to get in? That's a frustrating behavior that I'm exhausted by right now. Oh, the mask. Well, no, just the like knowing full well what the policies are of the place that you're going to and thinking that you can. Things don't apply. That things don't apply to you and that you're just going to not do that and that you're going to affect some sort of change. By being yeah, they'll be like that wiener. was the day that the ch- you know the tides and then changed. we realized what a silly rule we had. No, put the dumb thing on and get over it. Jeez, be an adult. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will not be acting like adults. Well, that's for sure because we are going to play a little game, and that game is called the Throwback. What? After this, on my talk one oh seven one.